Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time. You know what I mean? Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. It felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Well, this is a great show, and I think people are just excited that it's back for another season. Let's talk about it, because I, the thing that I like about this show is it's sort of genre-bending a little bit and blends the two worlds, of mm-hmm. like a multi-camera show over a single camera. And when it came out, I mean, it just really took uh, people by storm, because there was nothing like it that had come out before, and now... It's been out and people have just had a chance to really sort of embrace it. Yeah, finally understand it. Yeah. So how does it feel to be back again and to have this show uh, just, you know, be like one of the most popular ones available right now on television? I mean, it's super exciting, you know, to be a part of something that's never been done before. And I, I agree with you. I think that the first season people were kind of like, what's happening? I don't know what I'm watching. But after like it got it caught, caught on people were like oh my god i really understand this and without giving anything away like i love the fact that season 2 is going to have a really great arc and um you know we we forget that like in multicam it's not it's not the real world you know no. so there's going to be some cool surprises in this season yeah i i'm in, i'm interested to see what you all uh do next and things because Again, it's kind of, I think some critics or others kind of compared it to like if the King of Queens was like a reality show (laughs) and it was like what was happening on screen was one thing. But then when actors would exit the stage, you know, then reality, it's it's very genre bending a little bit. I'm curious 
Um, how did you get turned on to this project initially? Because you've done some really big shows, and this one just adds to the list of of the great body of work that you've had. I mean, to be honest with you, I I got lucky with this with this show because um, I auditioned for it during COVID, right? So I was I was working on another gig that was I was very lucky to be on, and because I was working so many hours during the week. I could only put myself on tape on one day, Saturday. I had one day. I had three auditions and I had one day to get it done. So the first two, I was like, I'm 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 so I'm so right for this. I'm so right for this. And then the last one, which was Kevin can F himself, they were like, you need a Boston accent. And I was like, that's never gonna happen. Like, you know, I, I I can do my accents, but literally called my girlfriend and I was like, Can you just repeat the sentence to me? Because I need to put myself on tape for this Boston accent. And I'm just a I'll do my best, you know? And it was one of those things that like, I just kind of played, you know, I had a good time. And I I find that most of the time when you have no agenda and like no attachment to something, it kind of comes back to you in some real interesting way. So I played with my acting partner in that scene and we just had fun and I put it down. And then like Tuesday I was driving to work and um, I got a phone call that producers really liked me and that they wanted to chemistry test me with Mary Hollis. And I was like, what? This is fantastic. Right. But the other job that I was on, again, my hours were so crazy that I was like, please, please let this callback be in a Zoom session because we weren't really going back in the rooms yet. So my bosses on the other job were gracious enough to let me take my computer in the back room, chemistry test with with Mary Hollis. But like everything was going wrong. I couldn't log on. Uh, My curling iron wasn't heating up. And I like had my phone. And this and that. And then like they're, they're rehearsing out there behind a big closed door, which I could totally hear everything. So long story short, um, again, just like the timing of everything just kind of magically appeared. We had the audition. We had a lot of fun. And then a couple of days later, I heard that I got the job and I was just like, that is freaking cool. You know, sometimes you get the biggest bonus from the messiest situations. I like that. That's like a really good tagline for this episode. I, I think it's so true because oftentimes, well, first of all, I have to say the fact that you were like working on something else or somewhere else and they let you do that. I mean, that probably doesn't happen very often Doesn't in your business, you know, because they might look at that as kind of weird or maybe a conflict of interest. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I you know, I, I, my knowledge of the industry is limited to this side of like talking to amazing people like yourself, Candy. So it's like, I don't really know, but the fact that you get to do that and then it just worked out really well yeah. uh, for you is a huge thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I mean, all the success is well-deserved because I think, you know, this show is just that good. Uh, yeah, of course. And people just have fallen in love with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, on top of the fact that we got to play in two genres, I also got to work with some really cool people, really fun, really talented actors. Like I, this is probably one of the first times I ever really dove into multicam as like a series regular. And it's just, it's, it's such a different skill. Not everybody can do it. And watching some of the leads play in that field was super helpful. And I learned a lot by being part of that team. So I'm super grateful. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that too, because I've heard other actors that have been on the show 
that are like in multicam projects, like, you know, not as a subgenre of another show, but like right. actually doing it. And they say the same thing. It's really not the same. Uh-huh. And, you know, even like younger actors who get cast on some of those like Disney shows, they, they actually put them through classes to teach them how to be on a multicam project. Cause it's totally. not the same thing, you know, yeah. because you've got, you got to know where to play to and all that. But I tell you, I'm excited for this. You know, looking at your filmography and and videography, you've done some really cool projects. Indemnity, which is another one of my favorites. Oh, so cool. I'm glad you saw that. Yeah. So I want to talk about what interested you in becoming an actor and becoming a storyteller. Like, you know, because I if, if this is correct, I don't know, IMDb can be a little bit off. But going back, I think with Scrubs is kind of where you got your start like where did all that interest begin for you as an actor I mean it it goes way back I think I always was a performer in some way shape or form or or I was always a creative person in some way shape or form and when I was younger I was in the school band um I was very cool I played the tenor saxophone I'm just kidding that's being sarcastic Um, (laughs) and my band teacher at the time he was like we're gonna put on a play you want to be the jester and once upon a mattress, and I was like, "Sure, that sounds love fun." It. I was in that too, so I. Oh, you were. <laughs> yeah. What'd you play? I uh, just like n- not not a specific role. I was some of okay. the people that brought in the mattresses, and you know, chorus mm-hmm. counts people. Yeah, totally. And like, I I had so much fun doing that. Um, that there's something sparked in me that I was like, "Oh, I can I can play and be somebody else and like tell a story." And bring all my little weird, crazy idiosyncrasies to, to, you know, whatever coloring book is in front of me. And then from there, I just, I started um, dancing, taking dance classes in the city, kind of getting involved with the entertainment side of things, you know. Um, I had the, the fortunate experience to go to NYU as a springboard diver. I was on a scholarship there. And then while I was at school, I was majoring in educational theater. I wanted to do almost what my band teacher did for me, like open up the door to show people that they have another way to express themselves. So, you know, through through art, you can educate yourself and also kind of like play, you know, so or grow. So while I was at NYU, I was dancing a bit. You know, I was dancing for people like Michael Jackson and Prince and, and wow. doing a lot of television commercials. Um, did some like soap opera work back then. And of course, being at NYU, you have a team of people that are doing independent films in the Tisch program for, you know, years and years for their projects. And they're always, you know, asking actors to play. So I was fortunate enough to do some indie films. And then I just like, I just saw a wide range of possibilities with acting. You know, you could be this, you could be that, it could be comedy, it could be drama, it could be experimental. Um, And then I was fortunate enough to be bi-coastal at one period of my life while I was dancing. And one of the managers that I had back in the day was very adamant about the fact that he wanted me to come to LA. Um, And in the circumstance that I was in that part of my life, I I could leave New York. So once I came to LA, I was still dancing quite a bit, but I just found more opportunity in film and television. And, Mm. you know, over time as a dancer, your body kind of betrays you. So you make a decision, you know? So I kind of just fell into the acting as a, you know, serious focus. 
and then you land amazing projects, including this one, you know, which I mean, I think it's a testament to, you know, an overnight success that's taken years to get like where you are. Because when we see people on television, we go, oh, wow, that's so cool. You know, I may have never seen this person or that person before, but then you start researching a little bit and you go, wow, I mean, they have done some really cool things in their career. Um, And of course, being in independent films is always great, you know, because you just get to play. And I think there's maybe a little bit more freedom in that versus like a studio picture or whatever that you might be doing. You know what I mean? And and -hmm. I think that's really a good opportunity to sort of build your skill (laughs) set and get the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had people say that if people want to get into being an actor or a storyteller, get into independent films because you're right there are people always looking to hire actors always and it's a great it's a great place to practice yeah it's also a great place like you said to try new things and you have a little bit more freedom with who you are as an actor as an individual artist yeah i have a friend that's in the industry and she was in like four student films at once i mean they were small parts but it was an opportunity to like just really dive in feet first Mm -hmm. um yeah so this is great i'm excited for people to see this new season of kevin uh all of you guys do just so great and the last season was a lot of fun and we kind of got left a little bit of a cliffhanger so i'm excited to see uh what's next and how this all plays out i think people are going to really enjoy it i think they are too it's a really interesting twisty turny journey so we'll see what happens at the end I love it. Well, Candice, thank you so much for your time. This has been a lot of fun and all the well-deserved success on this and all the other projects you've got coming up. Thank you so much, Brett. Thank you for your time and thank you for inviting me here. Absolutely. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember... We care.